Welcome to Hello Easton PA. I'm your host, Mark Nutting. I'm the owner of Jiva Fitness, an author, business consultant, former actor, dancer, martial artist, superhero, musician, and I love to connect with others. This podcast is a way for me to share the stories of the people I meet in my adopted hometown of Easton, Pennsylvania. Hi, this is Mark Nutting, and today I'm here with Nancy Hummer at The Loving Peace here in downtown Easton. Morning, Nancy. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Good. So I always start with, you know, the business and let's talk about that. The the Loving Peace. What is The Loving Peace? So The Loving Peace is a new age metaphysical shop that has products for the mind, the body, and the soul. Um, It has, uh, we carry incense and crystals, organic clothing, candles, books, cards, bracelets, rings. Um, and if we don't have what you're looking for, I'm sure we can find it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. I actually, you know, as I was walking in, I also saw uh, classes. Mm-hmm. So what other, what kind of classes do you do? Right now we're doing what I refer to as the spiritual speakeasy. And we do it normally on the third Thursday of the month. And it's just people getting together and talking about their their journey. You know, sometimes in in this type of spiritual world or metaphysical world, um, people have a tendency to think it's not normal what they're experiencing. So mm-hmm. it's a place for people to come together and talk about their journey. And Find out they're not alone. They're not alone. And um, it. I started it in February, and it's um, 6.30 to 8.00. And it's a $5 donation and um, it's, it's grown, you know, and And I have men coming. So is this the first time you've offered classes or just just when you started this round? That's just this round that I've done them in, in the past. Um, I've done them to the point where I was here about four nights a week. Yeah. And, you know, then shut down COVID slash happened. So that changed things. And, um, and then I was doing things, um, other adventures or ventures, uh, you could yeah. say. And so now I'm starting to get back, back into them, but with a twist. They're okay. a little bit different than what they used to be. So, the loving peace. Now you know it's one of those things where I always in my head it was always P E A, you know C E, mm-hmm. yeah, but it's a loving peace P I E C E. Correct. And. What's in the name? How'd you come up with that? So, what does it mean to you? I had a couple different options, and I'll never forget. I was on the phone with my daughter. She was in Arizona at the time, and I'm like, I don't know, like P E A C E or P I E C E. And she said, I like P I E C E. And I was like, okay. And I I took a moment. And I said, oh, come into the loving peace and take a piece of love with you. Okay. So. um, I I always love uh, name origin stories. Yeah. It's fun to hear that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I've I've always um, tried to get the message out that people don't have to come in here and make a purchase. It's not about that. I mean, sure. Does that put bread and butter on my table? Of course it does. Mm. But most importantly, um, I can't change the world, yeah. but I perhaps can change one person's day. 
you know, or they can come in here and they can, you know, smell the incense burning or run into an old friend that they haven't seen or hear a song playing that, you know, triggers a memory for them or have a conversation, you know, with me or uh, Hannah, who also um, is part of this journey. And, um, you know, hopefully it makes them put it or allows them to put a skip in their step. So they walk out and, you know, they're going to say hello to somebody that that they're going to pass on the street that perhaps they wouldn't normally do that. So it's like the ripple effect. So that's why I always like to say that this is really, truly an experience. Right. And the candles or the crystals, it's all part of it, but it's not the reason for it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You've been open eight years. Yes, I have. My anniversary's tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm excited. uh, uh, Having been open, what, what, how long have you, how long have you been in in this business, the metaphysical kind of thing? I mean, because, you know, was that like a, a, the, I mean, getting a brick and mortar is a big step for anybody, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and it's, and quite frankly, with businesses in East and there have been a lot of businesses that have come and gone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so you've survived the eight years and done, you know, made it through that. Um, Did you have a background in this coming into this that, and what made you decide that it's time for a brick and mortar? So this is, this metaphysical type of living has always been a part of my journey thus yeah. far. Okay. Um, sometimes in the forefront, sometimes not. Yeah. And many, many moons ago, there was a place up on Catasauqua Road, and it was called the New Age Shop. And it had a jingle. And I went in mm. there one time, and I, I knew I needed to be there, but I didn't know why. And... It was really big. Then again, maybe it wasn't as big as I thought it was at the time. Who knows? But um, I went in there and I just did not know where to begin. So I left. I didn't make any purchases. That place has since closed. And, you know, I moved to Georgia. I lived in Georgia for a couple of years. And my best friend reached out and she had found a spiritual group that, um, was in the Allentown area. And she Mm. said, oh, I wish you were up here. You know, you would love this group, yada, yada. So eventually, um, myself and my family moved back um, to the Northeast. And I ended up starting this journey, like really delving into it. Yeah. And I did that for a couple years. But for 12 years, I always said, I want to open up my own store. Mm. I want to have a metaphysical shop. But I was a single mom at that time and, you know, four kids going in four different directions and then some. So I didn't really have the time to do it. And to be perfectly honest, I didn't really know how Mm -hmm. to do it. So um, as my kids got older uh, and there wasn't a metaphysical store or a new age shop or a place where you could go and get that pendulum or that crystal sphere or oracle cards or tarot cards there wasn't a place for that so that's when I honed in and decided exactly what kind of shop that I wanted to open Mm -hmm. and I've told this story time and time again but the 
pivotal moment for me was back in 2014, uh, my spiritual mentor who has since um, transferred to the other side, um, she kept saying, you keep saying someday, you know, when I open up a shop or mm -hmm. someday I'm going to. And she right. said, start saying, I am a business owner. I'm like, I can't say that. You know, people think I'm crazy. And I've since found out that the crazier they think I am, the more together I know I have it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I get this down now. I'm really wackadoo. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, okay. Um, so I started saying that and I went and I got my LLC done. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget walking out of the attorney's office with this black binder in my arms and I was like oh my goodness I'm holding my future in my hands makes me want to cry when I think about it because I was scared yeah shitless sorry if, no, if I'm not allowed to say that you know okay. but that's really truly how I felt yeah. and um so that was November of 2014 I started saying that April of 2015 I signed my lease wow it happened super fast and to be perfectly honest I had no idea with what I was doing. I had no yeah. idea how to run a brick and mortar. I, I knew what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Like I knew what my, what I wanted people to feel. I yeah. knew that, you know, I had done some traveling and there were four different places that I pulled in here, you know, um, Asheville, North Carolina being one of them, Sedona, Arizona, um, Hilton Head, South Carolina, there was a store, it was called Loose Lucy's. And every time you walked in, they had the music really loud and the incense burning. Yeah. And anytime I purchased something, I didn't want to wash it for the longest time because it, it smelled right. just like that yeah. store. And um, Venice Beach, California yeah. was, was another one. And I pulled all that together. And interesting enough, um, because I wasn't established I wasn't an established business mm -hmm. not many people wanted to take a chance and especially with what I was bringing in you know because a lot of people don't understand it they didn't then I, sure. I, yeah. I will say you know now it's it's a little bit different um, and interesting enough I was um, looking for t-shirts for my son's basketball team yeah. and I knew there was um, logos and t-shirts at the time. And I went in there and we got talking and somehow or another, he said that um, he had a, had some properties in Easton. And, you know, of course the light bulb went on for me and I was like, really, where? And there was one, I believe on fourth street. And then this one here on third street. Yeah. And we set up a time to meet and I came in this space and I'm a very visual person. Sometimes that gets me in trouble because, you know, I can take this broken down, dilapidated space. I'm not saying that that was this case, but, yeah. and I can just turn it into um, something pretty, yeah, something pretty yeah. special. And um, so I saw the vision, yeah. you know, right. and here I am. Eight years, eight years later, I signed my lease on tax day, April 15th. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we, things changed when COVID hit. And uh, there are a couple of things I want, wanted to 
you know, bring up about COVID in general. But one thing that I think we, the society has happened, I think through COVID, through the COVID period, the mm -hmm. lockdown period and, and that, um, there have been a lot of studies, you know, or you know, studies as, as much as reporting that a lot more people are have looked to the spiritual. Mm -hmm. Have you found an increase in that kind of customer base since COVID? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. And um, even during COVID, like, of course, I was shut shut down and I'm using yeah. air quotes. Yeah. Um, but I was getting a lot of messages, you know, like I need sage or I need incense. And, mm -hmm. you know, for a lot of people, this this is a daily practice for, yeah. for them. And um, so I was like gloved up and driving in my car and, you know, delivering. Okay. You know, was I supposed so. to do it? Probably not. But I did it anyway. Yeah. And um, then when I opened back up, I think it was July. I don't really remember that. I, yeah, I can't remember we shut exactly. down in March, yeah. April, May, June, maybe June, the end of June, beginning of July. And it was honestly hand over fist. Like mm. it was insane in here, a beautiful insane, you know, yeah. because I believe that people tried that, whatever that was in yep. their life, you know, and in sitting with yourself, yeah. you know, I, mean, they, I think that's, I mean, I think that's what, you know, people believe has took place is mm -hmm. you have all this time that you're isolated yes and looking for something yes and it was when i opened back up it, it truly has been a, a blessing mm -hmm. and um yeah it so now people are trying this you know and and sure like the rose quartz or, you know, the howlite, you know, they all have properties. They all, it's energy. It all comes from the earth. You mm -hmm. know, it's not some hoodoo voodoo thing that's going on. You know, it actually encompasses energy as we all do. And um, it's really, truly a matter of people learning how to trust and love themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, like these are all tools and right. these tools are amazing, you know, but ultimately it's each and every person that walks through that door doing the work yeah. on themselves. And sure. These are the things that just help them get there, yeah. you know? Great. Yeah. Uh, so I, the, um, let's take a shift to you. This is, this is a later in life endeavor. Mm -hmm. I don't mean later in life, but not, not wasn't first in your list of things to do. No, no. Uh, <laughs> so uh, kicking back a little bit. Tell me about your life. Now, you were here, you went to Georgia, you, you came back to the area, mm -hmm. but are you an Estonian? Or? So, interesting enough, and I'm going to be dating myself, I was born in Easton in, oh, okay. in a hospital. It was called Betts Hospital. It's no longer there. Yeah. I don't know whatever happened to it, but it's not there anymore. And um, I grew up in Warren County. So I'm I'm a Jersey girl oh, okay. at, at heart, but you know, close enough for those who don't know, you know, it's literally yeah. a hop, skip, and a jump over the Delaware. Yeah. And um, I went to Belvedere High School, and then um, I think it was in the '90s, the late early '90s, um, my my husband um, lived yeah. in in Georgia for his business, and then I went down there and. We ended up getting married, and I have four children, two of which were born in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And then in the mid-90s, we moved back. 
um, because all of our family was here. Yeah. And we settled in Harmony Township and we had two more kids. Yeah. So I always joke I had two Yankees and two oh, right. two rebels, sure. you know, yeah, yeah. like um but how old are your kids now? Uh, so well they're they're adults, right? My my daughter is yeah. thirty. Uh, 29 excuse me no she's 30 but <laughs> i was gonna say aren't you 30 <laughs> uh, yeah yeah we're, we're we're going neck and neck right now right. um my oldest son is 28 my middle son is 25 and my youngest son is 22 and my oldest hmm. son has um recently made me a grandmother yeah. to twins a yep. girl oh, and wow. a boy yeah. and they just turned a year old so that's being grandma uh, it's amazing i i joke it's one of the biggest reasons I became a parent was to, to, become, is to be a grandparent. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. And um, so back in 2005, I moved to Nazareth, Pennsylvania with my four kids. Mm -hmm. And we were there for 17 years, but the, the house was big and it served its purpose. And, you know, as each kid left, I closed another door, mm -hmm. you know, literally closing a chapter. Yeah. And my dogs loved it. You know, they had sure this big old space. And um, there, when my when I was a kid, my grandparents lived in this house in Harmony, and they never owned it, but they they rented it. And I just loved that house. Mm -hmm. It was just so charming and cozy. And um, when I originally or initially moved to Nazareth, that house had gone up for sale like two years later. And I had always said, if that house ever goes up for sale, I'm going to buy it. And, you know, at that time, it just wasn't, it didn't make any sense. I wasn't about to move my kids again. Right. right. So um, everybody had left the house and I started stalking Zillow like a crazy ex-girlfriend, yeah. yeah. you know? Right. And it, of course, it was a uh, seller's market. And I thought, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to give it a break. And it was during Garlic Fest, actually. And I didn't look at it the whole entire weekend. And then that Tuesday, my son and I were running an errand. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to peek onto Zillow and see what's going on, right? And, and I looked on it and the first house that popped up was the house that my grandparents had lived mm. in when I was a kid and it had been on the market for 19 hours and oh, wow. you know yeah. I was like <gasps> my son is like do I need to pull over and I was like <laughs> no 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 Grammy's house is for sale it's for sale and I went and I looked at it and now I've been living there over a year yeah so well, good. you know and congratulations on that thank you yeah. and and again too it's putting that out there you know, like when that house goes up for sale, I'm I'm going to buy it, you know, and and I did. And yeah, it's so crazy. Is it, though? Um, I was the same age as my grandmother was when she really? moved into that home yeah. and she moved in there as a grandmother and I moved in and became one. Yeah. Within the year. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty That's good neat. stuff. Um so were you, you know, you have four kids raising four kids, uh, but you, uh, what, what other jobs have you done? What else have you done? 
besides being. What have you done with your life? What have no. I done? <laughs> no, um, you know, I mean, well, we always have jobs going up. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I, you know, I worked everything from bridge construction to mill work. Yeah. Uh, you know, as through the years, so I've, you know, I've, you know, but in the early years, uh, so I mean, we've all done different things. What have, what kind of things have you done in the past? So, um, when I graduated high school, I went to um, Northampton Community College. It, initially, it was going to be for early childhood education. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as it got closer, I changed it to legal secretarial science. I don't even know. Because they're that's so close. To thing. It, you know. Yeah, right? Like night and day. Here we go. Uh, and then I worked for an attorney actually here in Easton, oh, yeah. um, Herster, Newton, and Murphy. Hmm. I worked there for a short period of time. And then um, I ended up, I worked, um, I changed gears. I worked for Warren County Community College in the um, admissions office. Yeah. Then I moved to Georgia and uh, I worked for um, my husband and mm-hmm. I was a dispatcher at a gravel pit. And then when I, by that point in time, then we started having kids. So that, yeah. that was that, you know. Um, which was one of the greatest jobs I've ever done, you know? And during that time, um, I, I sold Longenberger (laughs) and it just seems so funny, like the baskets. Right. And I was, I was a salesman, so to speak. And it was just a way for me to keep my mind working instead Mm -hmm. of, being a mom all the time, it was a way for me to go out and yeah, have get, something, right? That, yeah. And then when I moved to Nazareth, I worked in the bartending scene. I was a bartender for like almost 20 years. Yeah. And I used to laugh because when I first opened up this space, I, I you know, when you first start a business, you're not making money. Right. I mean, if you are like great, Congratulations. Yeah, it, it usually takes quite a while to it, ramp that up. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so for the first two years, I was here um, every day except Mondays and Tuesdays. We were closed. And then I was literally hopping in my car, changing my clothes as I'm driving down the road and then bartending till you know, three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and then coming back in and, you know, doing it all over again or coaching my son's basketball team or, you know, whatever the case may be. And finally in, uh, let's see, New Year's Eve, 2016, going into 2017, I was like, I literally have one foot in each spirit world, Mm -hmm. you know, wine and spirits, you know, and and then, and then this, you know, my life is spirits. (laughs) Exactly. And, I knew at that point in time I needed to make a decision. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe that the universe had put me in this position for whatever reason. And I needed to trust in that. Yeah. So I took the leap and said goodbye to bartending. You know, I've, I've done it here and there, but not as an income. Yeah. And um, so since then, since 2017, you know, this has been taking care of yeah. me and you know, I've gone through some employees and, you know, I've had like two wonderful, amazing people that um, I'm so grateful for. And one has since moved to California. So um, I have one right now and I'm so grateful, but it's, you know, and being a quote unquote boss is whole different 
yeah. realm, you know, sure. and yeah. I'm just like, oh, it's okay, you know, and but yeah, that I don't yeah, like managing that. people. I don't, is I don't a like skill. that one. I, I just don't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, you, you know, but the, you know, when you talk about your history and all that stuff, I mean, the. I, I've always felt that, you know, no matter what we've done in the past, you know, there's, we always gain, get something from it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, usually some skill there that will play into something else that we do. And, you know, it's like, so you had a lot of customer service mm-hmm. experience prior to opening, which is certainly helpful. Yeah. You know, both as sales and, and in bartending. Yeah. You know. Listening uh, to people. Listening to people. And, and yeah. you know, those are, those are important skills and, and, you know, certainly the skills you use here. Mm-hmm. Very true. Um, what what else would you like people to know about the Loving Peace? Hmm. Wow, that's a really good. I mean, question. it is. You know, as you look around, I mean, it's a very eclectic. You know, like you said, everything from clothes to, you know, to the stones to jewelry to incense to. So there's a lot of stuff here. I mean, your your sage, uh, mm-hmm. everything. Um, Who's this for? I mean, let's go there. Who? Who? It's for who, everyone. It's it's okay. it's for it's if if you want it to be. Yeah. Right. Um, and this space, um, I always like to refer to it as a portal of mm-hmm. sorts. Uh, has not only grown many of the people who have crossed the threshold, but me as well, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, How has it done that for you? So initially I, I was going to open up a shop and sell incense. I was so wrong yeah, <laughs> in yeah. that, like, yes, I'm selling incense, but that's just the teeny tiny part. Right. Um, most importantly, I've learned how to love myself. Makes me want to cry. <laughs> um, Through your work here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And is that because of the type of work or the people that you that come in and, and you have interactions with both okay both um i know that people i, I have experienced this myself you know the people you come in contact with can change you in in many different ways yes so uh, i know that that contact is a big piece of um yeah our lives it it truly is and it for me it was learning to trust myself Mm -hmm. you know like the things that I'm putting out there for others you know I was also learning myself you know like yes I was entrusted by the powers that be to raise four children and you know and I did it to the best of my ability at that time right and the same with this like I refer to this space sometimes as my fifth child right you know and now it's like it's in young adulthood. And um, I learned that the people that that would come in here and just me taking the time to listen to them because growing up and, and even, you know, m- more importantly, when through my marriage, like I just wanted to be heard. I wanted to be listened to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay that's what you wanted and needed. So perhaps that's what someone else wants and needs. So then I became the listener. Sure. And, you know, during that, um, 
I had, I'm, I'm going to share one story, if I may. Please. There was a young gentleman that came in here, and I really wish I could remember his name. Um, but it was, it was in the late afternoon, and I believe I closed at 6 that day. And he came in, and we got talking, and he was sharing some of his journey thus far with me. And I think we talked maybe like 45 minutes to an hour. And he left and he came back like an hour and a half later. It was close to closing time. And he came in with this massive piece of red Jasper. Like maybe you can do dimensions. Cause yeah, I, they were just a, you know, a, a larger than a basketball I, kind of beach ball size, beach ball size. Yeah. yeah. And he, he brought it in and he said, I have been driving around with this for three months. Hmm. And he said, and it belongs here. I was like, okay. And I kind of giggled to myself because I was like, wow, your gas mileage is probably going to be a lot better, you <laughs> right. know, because this thing big is so, back of his car. so yeah. big. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was grateful for it. And this, the crystal is still in here. And he left, you know, thank you very much. Hug. Good luck on your journey. And he, and he left and he reached out to me. Uh, maybe like four or five months later. And he stated that um, he was a severe alcoholic at that time. And in having a conversation with me and what I said, I don't know, you know, mm -hmm. um, he said he decided that he was no longer going to drink. Yeah, And he picked up and he moved out west. It, either Arizona or Montana, I can't remember which one. And, you know, he's guiding tours and he yeah. said it completely flipped his life around. I'm not going to take credit for for that. I'm I'm going to take credit for being a witness to it. Right. You know, yeah. and holding space. And that's what this space mm -hmm. does, you know, and um so we're Instagram friends and I see some of the things that he's doing and yeah. and he's killing it out there, you know, and I've gotten postcards from people who have, you know, you, you had suggested that it was time for me to move and I took you up on that and I moved and I, I met my now husband and, yeah. you know, it's just, I feel very humbled and very blessed. That's by, great. By Good, all of it. Thanks so. for sharing that story. Yeah. Thanks for it's, listening. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That listening thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I'll do a little bit more of that. Yeah. Uh, now you said you mentioned you know your your space here being a, a, now a young adult. Mm -hmm. So what would you like this young adult to be down the road? What do you what, like? I, sometimes I'll ask you know where do you see the business in five years? What mm -hmm. would you like to see happen here in the future? Many times I've thought about like opening up a second loving piece. And mm -hmm. um, it's not for me. Okay. It's not for yeah. me. You know, um, Hannah and myself, we've built a rapport with people, you know. So how, how do you spread yourself between two spaces? For me, some people can do it and that's yeah. great. I admire them. But for me, no. I'd rather um, continue to build 
on this space here mm -hmm. and continue to listen yeah. and continue to be here. Okay. Most importantly, yeah. you know, I, I remember um, one of the, one of uh, uh, Mercantile has been open at the time when I opened, it was close to 10 years. Yeah. And my initial goal was to be open six months. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to give it my small. best, yeah. my best shot. And, you know, at least, you know, my thought process is always I'd rather sit in a rocking chair when I'm 90 and say, wow, I'm really glad I did, as opposed to I wonder if. Sure. So yeah. let's try this. Let's open up a brick and mortar. And, you know, and like we said earlier, here we are eight years later. And what I had said to Ron was, wow, 10 years. Wow, I would love to be able to say that. And and here I am, I'm knocking yeah, on the door. Right. You know? Eight years into it. That's great. Yeah. So um I would really truly just continue to trust with what the the greater spirit has planned for me to do with this. You know, a lot of it, one of the biggest things that I've learned how to do in having this space is surrender. Mm -hmm. You know, like what I think <laughs> isn't always what is best. So, so, so how are you finding those decisions then? So, uh, for example, um, when I place my book or card order, right? Yeah. I have no rhyme or reason. I just go through it and I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm. You know, two of these, two of these, two of these. Never read it. You know, like... Yeah. It's, I'd have to read like four or five books a day, you know, and then it just times the factor for me. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and interesting enough, um, I purchased this book, didn't really know anything about it, but I knew that I needed to bring more um, of this particular author in. Don't really know why. Okay. So the other day there was this young girl came in and, uh, she purchased this book. It, it's called No Mud, No Lotus. And sitting on the counter, and I had just gotten it into. And she said, have you read this? And I said, no. She made like hardcore eye contact with me. And she said, you need to. Hmm. And I was like, okay. And she said it again. No, you need to read this book. And I'm like, Okay. Like I, I'm right. hearing I, you and I'm I will. Here, yeah. I promise you I will. Yeah. And um I then I said to her, Well, I'm guessing that you have read it. And she put her arm out and um on the inside of her elbow, I guess you would call it. She had a tattoo, it said no mud, no lotus. Oh, yeah. So and made an impact there. Yes. And she said my other copy, I recently moved, and my other copy, um, I had spilled oil on it. So I wanted to have this. She says, um, so yes, you need to read it. And I said, well, hopefully there's a copy on the shelf. And she said, oh, there is. And I went over and I picked it up. And I'm in the process of finishing another book right now. But I did open it up and I read the first two pages of it. And what I found so interesting is, you know, especially in, in this, this realm of 
new age, metaphysical, you know, and those words get tossed around so much. And I really don't like using it, but that's what people can correlate this space sure. to. Yeah. Um, it, it talks about happiness and suffering, you know, and, and many times on this journey, you know, society is looking for this euphoria of happiness this um, leveling up, this ascension of mm -hmm. sorts. But most importantly, it's about our soul coming down to have this human experience, you know, with the happiness and with the suffering. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't have a left without a right. Yeah. You can't have an up without a down. You know, you can't have the happiness without the suffering, you know, and it's really truly what we do with it while we are experiencing it, right? It's kind of yeah. like that old saying, you know, you can tell a lot by people with how they deal with Christmas lights. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was the first two pages. So I'm rapidly trying to finish the other book so I can delve deeper into that. But, you know, it was just, to answer your question in a roundabout way, you know, I just trust with wherever I'm being guided to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I really don't know why. It's like, I really don't like this, but okay, I'm hearing that it needs to be in here. And, yeah. you know, poof, there it is. And yay, success. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. What else can we, anything else that we can cover that, uh, about the shop, about yourself? Um, I think. Other classes coming up? Or yeah, I have people should know. I have um, Sam Rita, who is a quantum Reiki practitioner, and he comes in here once a month. Um, I'd like to say the fourth Thursday of the month, but I'm going to be on vacation. So he's going to be yeah. like the second week of August. He's yeah. going to be in here. And, um, you know, he's a he's a practitioner with with a spin, with a little twist. And um, I highly recommend uh, working with Sam. Yeah. And one of the other things that we're going to do, I've since, um, I'm a Reiki practitioner. Mm -hmm. I'm third level. Some people refer to that as master. I will never call myself a master right. because I believe that there's no room for improvement when you call yourself that. And, sure. and if you yeah. do great, good for you. It just doesn't feel right for me. Sure. Yeah. Um, and since I've had this space, I have really delved into my practice and to the point where I did open up um, a space just for that on um, Second Street. And interesting enough, um, I turned my keys in today. There's so many things happening. You turned your keys right? in today because you're, you're wrapping it up. I'm for now. Okay. For now, I'm going to be um, doing it in the shop. You know, where where I initially started yeah. um, my Reiki practice. And, you know, I'll do it before I'm open or after I'm closed kind of thing. Right. And because I really want to focus on me for, for the moment, you okay. know, because... That was just running you too ragged. Yeah. And, and an energy worker is only as good as the work that they're doing on themselves, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I feel that that it's a balance, you know, um, delve deep into the 3D, rake those leaves, right? Yeah. And then, you know, 
go and have acupuncture done, go and have a Reiki session done, you know, go and journal. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes we don't have to run to others. Um, what we really need to do is just sit with ourselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's kind of where I'm at. So again, in um, piggybacking off your prior question, I really truly want to continue to expand the energy in here and continue yeah. to do the work for society out there because yeah. <laughs> we need some work. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, yeah right. just just a little bit. Just you, a little. Yeah, you know, like yeah. sit sit in the shop around five PM, you know, I'm right outside of the circle, you know, when there's a red light yeah. and it turns green. Uh, yeah, you know, right. there's there's a lot of horn blowing and you know, we all kind of joke in here whether it's um me or the customers, it's like, uh, oh, somebody needs a hug, you know? (laughs) So yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at and where this is at right now. Well, this this has been great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nancy. I'm with Nancy Hummer here at the Loving Peace and peace out. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you all so much. Thanks for listening to Hello Easton PA. This is Mark Nutting, hoping that you'll stop by again to find out more about your fellow Estonians. Have a great day.